Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Okie Dokie. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and today I am joined with the closest thing I will ever get to meeting a president. Well, actually, that's a lie. I also know another president on another club, but the closest thing I'll ever get to meeting a rugby president, y'all, and if you have been a steady and loyal fan, loyal listener of this podcast for the past year... Wow, it's almost been a year since I've had this. You will know that this president has been on before. I'm just that lucky. I'm just that lucky to get the president on again. And so today, I am here with the lovely, wonderful, amazing Kayla. Hey, how's it going? How are you today? I'm good. Back for round two. Yeah! This is the only time you want to be a repeat offender. Oh yeah, absolutely. Is coming onto this podcast. (laughs) And so to start this episode, I want to give the listeners just a little recap of how we're friends, a little bit of who you are, just give them the spark notes of the last episode, just so that they feel included and they know what's what's going on. Okay, all right, Uh, so I'm Kayla, uh, president of Women's Rugby, Um, and that's actually how I know Elena, because Elena also plays women's rugby and, and we're teammates we're teammates yeah. and we serve on the e-board together oh yeah lots of things doing lots of paper 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 pushing and, and uh planning and planning as executive yes. things we only come to meetings in full business attire yes and we just like shout really loudly and say good job and then go and home uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what business meetings are in my oh. head, and I'm a business major. Oh yeah, you would know. <laughs> anyway, so tell me a little bit of the basics, like, well, we know your name, like hometown, major, hobbies. Uh, Well, I'm a senior majoring in sociology. Mm-hmm. I'm originally from Hackensack, New Jersey. Woo! And, um, yeah, just uh, living in, sort of, in the Bronx, for yep. like eight yep. hours a day. Yep. <laughs> Nothing like driving over the bridge to school every day. Oh, yeah. Check out that traffic. <laughs> oh, so cute. And so something about Kayla that I think is really cool is you're really into dinosaurs. That is true. Dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. It's pretty much my, um, like, if there had to be, like, one thing I was known for, it would probably be that. Really? It's just dinosaurs? Just, like, just like a... I'm like the Encyclopedia Brown on dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> but like shorter and not fictional. And cuter. Oh shucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I thought a great way to intro kind of like who you are is to tell me if you yourself were a dinosaur, what dinosaur would you be and why? And then you also kind of need to mansplain dinosaurs to me because I don't know the types. So if you say their real name, you have to be like, well, that's the tall one with the plinky spikes. Who eats leaves, you know what I mean? So which dinosaur would you be and why? Okay, so dinosaurs can kind of be differentiated according to their hip bones, right? Their hip bones? Their hip bones, and then how many toes they have on foot on each foot. Some have three toes, some have two, and that's how you pretty much split up the carnivorous dinosaurs. And according to their hip bones, I forgot what the exact term is, but if they're longer and wider, those are generally your quad dinosaurs the ones with four legs okay and then if they're more narrow and skinnier it's the two-legged ones it's the two-legged ones those are the ones yeah. you got to watch out for uh, those are the yeah so um i guess so growing up my favorite dinosaur was the carnotaurus 
because it was the main villain in Disney's Dinosaur, which is like a Disney film that came out like 20 years ago. Damn, 20 years oh, ago. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. gosh. And um, it was like my favorite movie, and I loved the dinosaurs that were there, especially like the bad guy because it was huge and red and had two horns sticking out, and I guess that would be my favorite one. So wait, what does that dinosaur look like? Is it kind of like, I don't want to say a T-Rex, but I feel like people know what a Mm T-Rex looks like. So T-Rex adjacent? Okay, so imagine a Uh T-Rex, except it has like, it's reddish, Uh or at least we think it's red, and it has spikes all over its body. Crazy. And then two bull's horns coming out of its forehead. Badass dinosaur. Yeah. So do you see yourself as that dinosaur then? When I'm when I'm on my period, I guess, you know? <laughs> when I'm feeling rageful <laughs> when I'm feeling, evil. Yeah, when I'm feeling evil. On, on the pitch. On the pitch. When I'm on the pitch, I am a carnotaur. That means playing or, rugby. You're like, rah! Yeah. I'm out for blood. Yes. Blood does make the grass grow. Win, win, win. That's our little <laughs> chant. Alrighty, so to jump into today's content, or to preview it for you, um, today we are going to be talking about Asian identities and how it kind of affects our existence and also just what we can tie back to it with our backgrounds. We're also going to be talking a little bit about you just being a senior because it's crazy to me. I'm like, wow, you're about to have to go do adulty things. And graduate, that, that's scary to me. I'm a sophomore. And then lastly, we're going to talk a little bit about relationships and just how you navigate being in a long-term relationship because shit is tough. Oh, yeah. So, alrighty, let's jump into it with our first topic, so Asian identities and how it affects us. So why don't you start with just, like, what's your background? What's okay. popping? So, um, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but I am half Filipino, Um and that has kind of been a part of my identity that I've had to grapple with both outside and inside for like a very long time and um, just being comfortable with who I am and you know understanding like you know the life of someone who doesn't look like a part of their culture you know and um, even though that's half your blood I know yeah. yeah so those are just things that um, I feel like, especially nowadays with all of these, um, you know, movements to kind of uplift minorities, uh-huh. um, it's more important now than ever yeah. before to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. be true to who you are and, you exactly. know, be really confident in yourself. I agree. And what you say, because, like, just looking at you, you don't quite give, like, Asian. Yeah, no, no. like. Like, no offense. No, no, you're yeah. absolutely right. It's funny. Um, so I'm half Jamaican also, mm-hmm. but when people, like, see me on the street, their first thought is that I might be, like, Dominican or Cuban yeah. or something, which yeah. is, like, something totally related, you know, unrelated to anything that I'm a part of, really. <laughs> you're like, thanks for the compliment, like, but my no. my Spanish is not that great. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, thanks for the compliment, but no. Yeah. So then does that kind of make you feel... I don't want to say imposter syndrome, but does it make you feel like you're a little out of place then, I presume? Or is it more just like you're working on trying to embrace that more, even though it doesn't show physically? It's definitely been like an evolution of sorts. Okay. Um, I will say that when I was younger, there was a bit of imposter syndrome going around. You yeah, know, like that makes I sense. would, we would have cultural heritage days and I'd bring in something that, um, is from the Philippines, and if 
a kid in my class didn't know I was Filipino, they wouldn't quite understand why I was bringing that in. Oh, that's you know? the worst it's feeling. It's the worst feeling, you know, and Filipino food is the bomb, you know? So it was kind of hard to kind of feel like it was as much a part of me when no one else that I knew was kind of affirming that as well. Yeah. But as I got older, I got um, more in touch with that side. Um, yeah. My grandma has lived with me since I was, like, two. And I presume she's from the Philippines? Yeah, she's yeah. from the Philippines. She was a teacher, and she taught me all of the history and everything I, oh, I, so I know cute. about the country today. And, um, you know, I think having that knowledge and being able to say, you know, I may not look like I'm from this country, but I know a lot about it and that has kind of helped me connect deeper to my roots it's just knowing like no I actually know what's going on guys yeah I mean it is part of you it just I get your point where it doesn't show yeah people are confuzzled yeah it's a good feeling Uh to know that there's a part of you that you can kind of connect with you know or you've learned to connect with over time even though for another part of you you've been separated from yeah that makes sense yeah and i would agree with you in this feeling where you look like one thing but you relate with another i think i almost have the opposite problem of you because so i'm was adopted from china by a predominantly white family Mm -hmm. and so like culturally wise for the most part i'm more american like textbook american Mm -hmm. you know so like the other day i was like going to the airport and my uber driver was clearly chinese and he like his phone was in chinese like sir was popping you know yeah and i got in the car and the first thing he did was speak to me in chinese and i was like i'm so sorry bro (laughs) i can't understand he's like oh it's okay sweetie but i was like "Ah." like i get that type of stuff a lot and you're just kind of like like what do i do (laughs) you know like I should be able to, but I don't, like... Yeah, and yeah. opposite for you. You're like, guys, don't leave me out of this holiday. I know what food that is. I actually <laughs> helped make it. Please. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 weird having to balance that, especially, like, here in the U.S., you know, where it's, like, everybody is different, but... And everyone's also, a melting pot everyone's of things. everyone's a melting pot. Yeah, especially in New York. Uh-huh, you know, you'll find yeah. all sorts of people from all sorts of different backgrounds, and I guess, like, finding where you fit in all of that is kind of, like... Yeah, you know, part of your life journey. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I think something that I've found great is just accepting that it, it's a melting pot. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And it's yeah. kind of cool. Because then everyone you meet, you get a little bit of everything, which I yeah. think is so fun. Yeah, and I think that's it's more... it's It creates a well-lived experience, you know? I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay, so that was a cool, snazzy conversation. We love to hear it. And moving on to a little bit about being a senior, just in general, like, how do you feel the fact that you are halfway done with your last semester of college, unless you're going for a graduate degree? Not here, but... um... (laughs) (laughs) Not at Fordham, sorry. No, not at Fordham, but it's, it's kind of surreal, I think, because uh, the past two years during the pandemic have kind of melded into one. So at the beginning of senior year, I didn't quite feel like a senior because that had only been like my third ever year coming back to campus um, in person. But so I do you guess, kind of feel like know. a junior then? I feel like, I, I can't really put a label on it. Like, That's I just, so interesting. Like, I remember what senioritis felt like <laughs> in high school. And it's back. 
it it's it'll be back okay it'll be back in the spring i think okay, the spring will kind of make me feel more like it's almost over yeah i'm on my way out you know i'm starting to get emails from the university saying you have to apply for graduation you don't have to you have to apply for graduation what do you mean apply to graduation so, there's an application you have to fill out, you know, that basically says, yes, I have or I'm about to complete all of my requirements for my degree and the core curriculum, and therefore I can be a graduate. Like, you you won't have a spot. Are you joking? Yeah, they, they say that they want to do it so that they can see how many chairs they have to put out, but it's, but like, like, so weird, That's you know? so, the way that they don't keep track of that, they're just like, oh, you have to apply, apply to graduate. Apply to graduate, yeah. Oh my and goodness, I was like, that's I had quite no quick. Idea. So, like, make sure you remember to do that. <laughs> I will remember to apply yeah. for my graduation in two no. years. Oh my god. Knock on wood. I know, right? If all things go well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, um, I also got an email about senior portraits, Senior portrait. Yeah. So. At this point, where would you pay to have some random man or woman take your photo when you're friends? It's for the are... yearbook. Oh wait, what? Yes. Oh. Colleges have a yearbook, and you're it's... joking. Fordham's is called the Maroon, so they're gonna take our photos with the cap and gown and like you know a fake scroll of paper or something like that, and it'll be in the yearbook. Why do I not know any of this about Fordham? They don't tell you anything until your last year. Wow, so I guess I'm really learning a lot about how to graduate. Yeah, it's like, it seems like, you know, just do your classes, show up, get your diploma, but, like, you also have to, like, apply, take your picture. I mean, if you don't take your picture, that's, like, that's not, like, that's yeah, whatever, you yeah, know, whatever. but, you know, it's just a lot of things to do. Wow. And then, with that, do you think that there's any closing lessons that you think you really took away from being in college? Like, I'm sure you did lots of good life character development here. Yeah. But is there any one thing that stands out specifically in your mind? Um, I guess the first thing that stands out is to just go with your gut. And oh, I mean interesting. that on, like, things that are academic and social and extracurriculars, everything yeah. that has to do with life at college. Because if you don't have a good, like, say you're you know, you're with a major or whatever, yeah. you know. The major you started out with more than likely won't be the major that you finish. Really? But it, because, you know, being, part of being in college is exploring different things. That doesn't yeah. mean you'll change your major. Maybe you'll add a minor or you'll add another major. Yeah, or you'll exactly. switch to something that's adjacent in the field. But if you feel in your gut that, you know, something either isn't right or you need something else to complete uh -huh. your, you know, Feeling all whole inside. You're, yeah, <laughs> feeling whole. You know, you want to feel whole and you want to feel complete and you want to feel like you're doing something that you're going to be proud of at uh -huh. the end of all of this because it's only four years, you know. It seems, and we paid a lot of money to yeah, be here. You paid a lot of money. Yeah, we played a lot of money. Well, we like, spent a lot of time here. A lot of time, you know. Yeah, so yeah, you want to yeah. make sure that it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I know that in the last episode, you talked about your journey kind of figuring out your current major. Mm -hmm. So, shameless plug, friends, if you want to hear about that, you should go back and listen to that episode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's literally just called Speaking with the President, something like that. <laughs> I think this will be called Speaking with the President Part 2. Part 2. <laughs> part 2. Yeah. That's crazy. I think that's such a good lesson, too, because a lot of the times, I think there's this negative connotation around oh yeah I just feel it in my heart like if you say oh I just feel that this is right for me people are like 
the fork? What's yeah, wrong with you? Exactly. Like, use your head, stupid. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, but, like, actually, my gut says I don't like this. Or, like, mm-hmm. oh, I really want to do that. Yeah. What's the point in spending thousands of dollars and dedicating hours of your time that you're not going to get back, you know? Sadly, no. Towards <laughs> something that you don't feel completes you. I mean, obviously, you should have, like, financial stability. But, yeah. You don't know, be mentally ill the yeah, whole time. Yeah, don't be mentally ill. But also, you know take care of yourself and you know if you find something that works for you you know or a a field that works for you you know don't be afraid to give it that shot yeah for sure that's great and kind of moving on to gut feelings and many feelings very deep feelings deep feelings (laughs) (laughs) right now you've been in a relationship for so long i don't know how long like hella long like uh it was three years and August, so it's about to be three and a half in February. Holy cow. And so I normally don't hear of people who have relationships that last past two months. (laughs) So I would love to know just a little bit of like, how do you make this long-term relationship work? Um, well, it was a lot easier when she was in school because, um, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but my girlfriend did go to Fordham. At some point, she was at Lincoln Center, but, you know, she was, like, significantly closer than, like, Queens, you know? So, um, when we were both on campus or at Fordham, Mm -hmm. it was an easy Ram van away, you know, every so often. And for our listeners, just so you know, Fordham University has two campuses, Mm -hmm. one in the city, one in the Bronx. So, Lincoln Center, what Kayla's talking about, is, like, a 20-minute, with no traffic, 20 no, it's like 35. <laughs> it's a okay, 30 so journey. I just have no sense of time. I always <laughs> fall asleep on these trips, so I don't know. Okay, 30-minute ride away from each other. Yeah. So that makes things pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Low-key, Rose Hill is better. But that's <laughs> all I'm going to say about that. Um, but, like, I guess the way we've kind of made it work is just taking making time to see each other, even if yeah. we had to make a schedule or something like that. Like, I schedule my time a lot, so... If I had a free few hours, I would block that out to be like, we're going to hang out. We're going to go grab dinner or watch a movie or yeah, something like that. Yeah, just do something cute yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And so would you say that, like, if you had to bank the success of your three-year relationship so far on one thing, would you say it's that? Just making time? Like, what is the factor? Like, I'm sure there's lots of factors yeah. that go into it, but what would you say is probably the biggest contributor to it? I think... Out of everything, I think honesty. Honesty? Honesty is the biggest thing. Like, we're very honest. We don't keep secrets from each other. Um, I mean, not, like, trivial things. Like, if we have something that's, like, going on, we'll find a way to communicate it with each other. Yeah, like, Like if you're feeling off emotionally, you you can communicate that. Yeah, because I feel like once you start keeping those feelings if you're down or something like that and something is bothering you once you start keeping things from each other it only escalates into more negative thoughts and more negative things and more negative actions you know so I guess staying honest with one another and being there for when the other one needs help or is feeling down you know I think that's like a big contributing factor to how we've worked out for so long I mean we talk all the time but even when we're not 
constantly communicating yeah. or seeing each other you know we still maintain that level of you know i just had a really bad day and that's why i might be a little bit crabby or like i'll for- talk to you soon yeah Love i'll you. talk to you yeah. soon or i forgot to eat breakfast so you might see me a little hangry today yeah, yeah, you know yeah. so that like makes okay sense. yeah so i think honesty is like the big contributing factor and like you know it feels good to be honest with your partner yeah you know and I think it's great, too, that you seem to have cultivated an environment where you can be honest without fear of retribution for your honesty. Yeah, no. We're even honest when we're, like, attracted to different people. Like, we'll sit oh, down. Dang. Yeah, we'll be like, oh, yeah, I saw another girl today. She was pretty cute. And we're like, oh, really? Show me a picture. And we'll, like, talk about it. And, that'll and be, joke about it. Yeah. And joke it out, kind of. Yeah, and that'll be our bonding, talking about oh. other people we find attractive. And then it's like, you know. Yeah. It's, like, mature and... Like shows an a, easy it shows a high level of trust for the other person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also, right now, the church bells are ringing, and I wonder if it'll show up in this audio. Yeah. His bells ring for, like, five minutes straight, though, I swear. On yeah. the hour. Oh, no, for real. I think I might miss this, though, when I graduate. Really? Yeah. Always figuring I, out I can send you a voice audio of note anytime <laughs> I hear it. Yeah, I'll play it in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll send it to you on the hour so it really mimics like oh you're here God. every 2, 3, 4, 5 p.m. That would be insane. The church. <laughs> but um, anyways, back to your point, I feel like too, when I ask people about their long-term relationships and how they sustain them, I don't think I've ever gotten honesty back as an answer. Mm-hmm. I think normally people have said things along the lines of like communication and trust, which are all involved in honesty, mm-hmm. but I really like that, boiling it down to one word. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot too. I mean, it, yeah, communication, like you said, communication trust, and trust, love, you know, effort. love, effort, you know, doing yeah. things for one another. Those are all like great things, you know, but those can all be put under the umbrella of honesty and also like honesty is just it comes from the heart you know and you know when you're with someone and you feel like you can wholeheartedly trust them and depend on them you know you're gonna want to be honest with them you want to remain truthful and trustworthy and I mean kind of playing devil's advocate a little bit to that is Mm -hmm. can your girlfriend sense when you're not being honest Usually, because... Like, could she be like, oh, you're not telling me everything. Spit it out. Spit it out. What are you hiding? Come on. Come on now. Well, it might be easier for me than most other people, because I'm kind of an open book, you know? You're a bad liar. Yeah, I'm a really bad liar. (laughs) I I don't think I could lie to save my life or anything, but, like, usually she can tell, because I won't be talking as much, or I'll be... um, I'm actually an introvert by heart, and... You know, if I'm not communicating a lot to her, or if I'm, like, quiet, she she can tell that something is yeah. wrong, and we'll talk it out, and she'll be like, what's wrong? Do you want to go get a Shack burger? <laughs> like, She's like, come on, let, yeah. me, let me tempt you with some food. Yeah, no, I know no. it'll she, get you to open she up. She knows what'll make me feel better, so. Pat, pat, there, there. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. And um, we were talking about this before we started recording, but I feel like something funny the mm-hmm. couple should do is they should just get damn it dolls of each other no no for real i think it would solve so many problems <laughs> like i mean forget the you know punch a pillow punch a pillow forget like a i don't know some people chop wood or go for a run or something like that no with a damn it doll <laughs> of your da- partner a damn it doll with the face of your oh, partner gosh. it'll solve all all of your it'll problems. save your marriage it'll save <laughs> your relationships it'll save everything oh my goodness and for those of you that don't know you can google it right now a damn it doll is basically like 
a plushy. It look it's like part voodoo doll, part like cloth and squish. Squish, you know, like a rag doll. Kind of, like yeah. A, like a sock monkey. Yes, yes. Yeah. And like they make dammit dolls and like random like mm-hmm. monkey looking things. I've seen dammit dolls of politicians. Yeah. Those you know, are popular. I actually think I might get my mom one of Donald Trump. No. I think she would enjoy that. She would no, I <laughs> I would do to that what most girls do to their Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck it out the window. Just chuck it out the window. Maybe watch it get run over by the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely Maybe I'll that. back over it with my own car. And just <laughs> reverse and then forward and reverse and forward and just oh like back God. and forth over it. Maybe a little, a light blowtorch. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that to your partner's damn adult. No, 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 that, no, no That's no, too no. mean. No. But, um, but I definitely yeah. do recommend that. I mean, like, forget the faces <laughs> on the underwear. Get a damn adult with your partner's face on it. <laughs> Yeah, because every once in a while, I feel like in a long-term relationship, there are going to be times where you're just frustrated with the other person, and that's just existing yeah. as a human with someone. Yeah, you and can And managing even... two people's emotions together. Oh, no, for real. You could even beat up each other's dammit dolls together. You know? Oh, my gosh. Like, you want to, like... You know, throw, toss around the dammit doll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, is there anything else you want to add on this topic before we wrap it up? I mean, um... it's been a full episode. It just flew by. It did fly by, like, a lot quicker than I thought. I'm definitely going to get her to listen to this. Um, I think she'd get a real kick out of it. Oh, um, that's awesome. That I talk about us on this podcast. Oh, that's but, so cute. Yeah. I, I love say, hearing about things. I'm so happy that, you know, this is, like, this podcast is so awesome. Oh, And thanks. I'm really happy to be here, and I'm so happy that, like, this is going so well for you, and I really hope. Like, I listen to this podcast all the time, Aww. and you guys should too. Um, <laughs> and you are welcome back on this show anytime, oh, anywhere, shucks. any place. Absolutely. I'll come back. Like, even when I have, like, a normal You'll job, come- I'll come all the way back here just to be on Elena's yes, podcast. Yes, or I'll come visit you and wherever the hell you're at. Oh, my goodness. No, yeah, we got to do, like, at least a yearly episode together. Mm-hmm. And it'll be cool, too, because when you're, like, older, you can look back and be like, wow, yeah. what did 21-year-old me think? I know, Holy right? Holy cow. That's what crazy. was popping? What was popping? Indeed. What was what was popping? <laughs> All right, as always, I hope that you enjoyed listening to this podcast episode, and let's give a huge round of applause for Kayla. Ooh, Ooh, thank yay. you, thank you, thank you. Ah, ah, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, have a wonderful rest of your day, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.